All right. Hello. Now, I don't sound like your usual host of The Current because they're in a different place, not here. Uh, so I am your host, not Emmett Boyer. My name is Zoji, and with me is not Jacob Paston, uh, fellow senior Kate Van Garcy. How are you doing, Kate? I'm doing so well on this spooky Friday night. <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Awesome. Awesome. So in today's female takeover of the podcast for Women's, Inter- Women's History Month, Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to be talking about a very <laughs> female topic true crime we're going to be talking about women getting murdered <laughs> nothing screams fun quite like oh god Oof. it's always the women too Ugh. you really hate it well except mm-hmm. on like except on like snaps or something <laughs> yeah that's true except for like jeffrey Dahmer. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, not, okay. I feel like we're not making light of the situation, but we're not laughing at the fact that people are being murdered. It's just sort of a humorous situation. Just so that everyone, anyone who's listening, just say no. Yeah. <laughs> we're not. We're not <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Murder is bad. We do not condone murder on this podcast. This, the current podcast is not condone murder. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So. Starting off with, like, what began your interest in true crime? Because I know what the answer is for me, so I'm wondering what it is for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've been watching a lot of documentaries, like, especially Netflix documentaries, docu-series about that. And I also watch Criminal Minds, <laughs> which is not really that true, but it, it was kind of, kind of like, hmm, I wonder if this actually happened. And then usually it didn't, but they, like, based on true things. So I'm kind of like, hmm maybe I'll research some more and then I like kept watching documentaries and the documentaries are where it's at yeah that's pretty much it awesome yeah no I love documentaries because I can tell you though like Dateline 2020 like (laughs) shouldn't have been watching that but you know of (laughs) turn the tv on I'm I always like I always also like don't start out my day like planning to watch Dateline in 2020 I just Mm -hmm. happen to be in the living room and the TV is playing and it's like, yeah. they, and they, they told their boyfriend that they had $10,000 locked away and suddenly, oh. and suddenly it's like 1 a.m. Yeah, and like, this is Dateline. <laughs> like, yeah. I, get so, I get so invested. And like, yeah. okay, the first one I like really remember is Casey Anthony. Like. <gasps> Ooh, a classic, a classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that was like my first. <laughs> Orange, yeah. it's like true crime mm, that's a pretty good one mm. um yeah I think mine was probably the Manson family um just because like what is that like what happened there like I'm still like I, I I like read so much about it but I'm still so confused like that's the thing about like serial killers and like true crime like I I, I like know so much about it but also like what is that like what happened here like what is the act like I just it's so confusing for me and I a lot of like the true crime that I do is like what I listen to is like cults <laughs> like I, I love to, a good cult story oh yeah oh my gosh um the people at the people in Waco I watched that tv show and I was like oh my god these are real people that actually happened yeah what wow. was that yeah what was that cult with like that one celebrity girl and 
you know what I'm talking about, right? With like the brands. Yeah. And like, I can't remember. Oh, 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 it's like a bunch of letters. Yeah, yeah, that thing. That was yeah. that was a cult thing that I yeah. also followed. <laughs> yeah, I, for some reason, I also, I don't love this, but I also really enjoy when like the FBI gets involved and there's some sort of like, investigation and like not like necessarily like a conflict but it's like an ongoing thing and then it's like the people versus the fbi like i just really enjoy when that happens so like i love those documentaries like i watched the one about the atlanta um the olympics bombing oh uh-huh. that one was a really good one um i watched a lot of bombings like the bombings are my i'm not to say favorite but yeah, I do, the ones that I, the ones that i gravitate gravitate more towards are the bombing ones um yeah, just like it feels less of, gross, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of like really interesting, um, like stories behind like bombings and things. So there's a lot of like tech stuff, and then like planning yeah. was, and then obviously you get a lot of like big media and investigation yeah, stuff happening exactly. at the same time. Because like I get mm-hmm. really invested in like like <laughs> in later media reports of the media, like. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm always like, how do people react to that? Like, mm-hmm. how do people react? And then how do people react to the reaction? Like, I, I'm such a nerd for that kind of stuff, too. And because I feel like bombings are flashier, literally. Like, there's a, oh, no. there's a flash. <laughs> but also, it's, it's so much more of, like, a statement than just, like, killing a bunch of people, like, here and there um and I feel like that's why that's why we're so fascinated by it as people because some people are fascinated by like serial killers and some people are fascinated by like bombers and they usually don't like like there's not a Venn diagram of them that's like there's like a male they usually like stay in their separate circles I feel like um and I think it's just kind of crazy like I'm learning about this in my psych class right now like why we're so obsessed with serial killers and it's just so interesting how yeah it's like a it's like we're scared of this like nebulous concept of like being murdered by a serial killer that doesn't really happen that often but I don't know I just find it fascinating <laughs> yeah yeah, I, interesting. yeah speaking of serial killers uh <laughs> there was a recent casting in the there a new Jeffrey Dahmer I think like tv series um <laughs> and so Evan Peters is going to be playing Jeffrey Dahmer and I love Evan Peters, but I feel real bad for him because I feel like he's getting typecast at this point. Yeah, he really is. He keeps playing like scary people. I know. He does do it well, though. But <laughs> yeah, they definitely are like, hmm, who can we get for this? Let's try this guy. Yeah, let's Evan Peters. Yeah. I'm very excited to watch that, though. I think it's like a Ryan Murphy series. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um. And Ryan Murphy series are hit and miss, hit or miss. But when they hit, they hit. Like the um, the assassination of Gianni Versace. Ooh, I, I love that one. Uh, Ooh, that's a good Andrew one. Andrew Conan is a is a classic serial killer, but mm-hmm. not really because he wasn't as deranged as they usually are. Like he was, but he wasn't. He's kind of just like a regular guy who is a psychopath, but because they're always psychopaths. Well, not always. Yeah. Usually they are. And it's <laughs> and I like. Sidebar on the psychopath thing, like I didn't know that like sociopathy and psychopathy were like huge things that like not don't really happen that often. Because when I was watching Criminal Minds, they're like, "Oh yeah, he's a psychopath." And I was like, "Oh yeah, he's a psychopath." And then people like throw around the word psychopath, but it's really not that common or like you know. I mean, not, yeah, most people who have it, 
yeah and most people who have it too are like well at least not maybe not with psychopathy but at least with like sociopathy like most of the time you can't tell all the time like yeah, yeah they're usually like, really good at high yeah like yeah. they're pretty normal and like charismatic which is yeah. like kind of scary but yeah really scary but yeah yeah Andrew Kanan such an interesting like Ryan Murphy show if you haven't seen it anyone who's listening watch it it's on Netflix I think still it's the assassination of Gianni Versace's it's a um uh, Ryan Murphy show has Darren Chris in it and um I think Ricky Martin but that might be wrong I don't remember Ricky Martin being in it oh he might have been in it actually Penelope Cruz is in it she played um Donatella I love Penelope Cruz he's my favorite yeah yeah it was really good yeah, it's also the second series to um, right after the People versus O.J. Simpson. So, yeah, if you want to binge, what's it? What's the whole show called? Like American Tri- Crime Story or something? Like, yeah, I think like American Crime Story, and I think that there's a third one. Either either it's coming out. I think the Evan Peters one is the third one. The third one, like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I love how they started with like a pretty like well known like just mm-hmm. trial. Like it wasn't a serial killing. It was just like someone i'm putting that in quotes because we all know it's oj <laughs> someone <laughs> the glove didn't fit kate the glove didn't fit. <laughs> yeah yeah i you know at a certain at a certain point when i was watching that documentary I, it was very not the documentary it wasn't a documentary like the fictional mm-hmm. retelling of it it was clearly like angled towards the prosecution like it wasn't even like <laughs> it was so yeah. biased towards like oj did it um but you know that's that's getting into like systemic racism in the police system um, yeah because like the problem is that like oh they probably did it but like the police were also racist and yeah, yeah. planted evidence so yeah yeah it's like it why kinda, would you, yeah why would you lose the glove at the place where you murder people yeah why would you just drop it off you know what i mean yeah <laughs> yeah but anyway, but yeah, the first one's really good. And then the second one was like, oh yeah, let's examine this guy who murdered a bunch of people, including Gianni Versace. And then the third series is like Jeffrey Dahmer, like not even pretending to be like a, just like a fun drama series. Like it's like about a serial killer now. Like, yeah, it's I just, like here we are. Yeah, we're here now. <laughs> and this yeah. is what we're going for. Yeah, so yeah, one of my favorite serial killers. Uh, <laughs> probably shouldn't phrase it like that, but <laughs> one of my no. favorite retellings of a story involving a serial killer um was on buzzfeed unsolved love buzzfeed unsolved um was that like jazz guy <laughs> like mm. i don't remember what talking about it but yeah. he yeah he just kind of like wandered new orleans and killed people and then he like sent out a note and the police published it or something and it was like if you don't want to get murdered play jazz which is just <laughs> a very specific request it's like oh like my guy just wanted to hear some jazz music like didn't have didn't have like a record player and so and so yeah and so like all night new orleans was just a bunch of jazz music was playing and that was the end of that story it's kind of kind of just a very fun interesting weird yeah. kind of story which are the ones i like i like the ones that are like a little weird like a like yeah. you're kind of like mm. yeah all right i like the ones where the the killer the bomber the person doing the, the crime is like a genius like i love the zodiac i don't love the zodiac killer i love like the media surrounding zodiac killer and 
the fact that we don't know who it was we still don't know who it was we don't know if he's dead he probably mm-hmm. is but we don't know yeah we don't know like it's just crazy to me and like the unabomber was so intelligent i feel like like i just it's crazy to me that like these people were so intelligent that they were they became deranged because at a certain yeah, point but- your iq is so high and you're so intelligent you can't like interact with people at a, at a normal level anymore because it fr- it's frustrating to like have to explain everything to uh, explain everything to them so you know i'm sure that it's their lives are frustrating not to excuse them killing people but like it, it's so interesting how a lot of those shows kind of like dig it shows and movies like dig into like what their brain was like um I think that's really interesting because it's kind of like, yeah, they did these awful, awful things, but why? And how did their brain turn in, turn from, you know, a, I don't want to say normal, but a typical brain into literally a psychopathic one. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. Like there's definitely like a, a point where you just stop being like, well, you're so like, you go so far into being so smart, so genius. And then you just kind of fall off the mountain I guess you just like, you just like internalize so much because again, like you said, you can't really talk to people. So, and then suddenly you got, you know, like the, the manifesto that the Unabomber wrote or something crazy like that. Yeah. The Unabomber manifesto. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I watched the, um, the docuseries about the, about the Unabomber and Oh my gosh. I was like, wow, he's so like smart. Cause he's a math genius, like a disgraced math genius who lives in a cabin in, in, in like Montana. And he'd lived on like a hundred bucks a year for like 30 years. And he had been like mailing bombs to people and no one knew who he was. And they thought he was an airline mechanic. Oh my gosh. It's the most fascinating story. It's horrible, but it's fascinating. And I don't know. I kind of, <laughs> I, that's my, my, favorite story to think of is going to be the Unabomber and you know the Unabomber's manifesto he went about it the wrong way he did he was a horrible person but he did have a few valid points it's not an excuse to kill people but the manifesto is a very is very intelligently written deranged but it's intelligently written and it's you know if you want to find summaries of it it's kind of like you know, if you like look at it through that lens and someone who's so deranged, they think that their only option is to kill the people who are, do- who are like creating the problem. Like you can kind of like see where he rationalized it in his brain. Like I'm not saying he- it was actually like rational, but he can- you can kind of like follow like the logical like train of thought of his. So I just yeah. find those little breadcrumbs super interesting. Yeah, I think part of that too is like, at least for me, is that with a lot of like you know these people who do these like really terrible things and who like I think a lot of times we want to categorize them and be like you know like these monsters or like these people Mm -hmm. who could who we couldn't possibly understand and then you get like you can see them talking or they're writing or um like you know like the manifesto or something and then you can see that they're they're smart and that they like are intelligent (laughs) and that is one of the scariest parts because you can't separate them as far anymore. And suddenly it's like a lot more real, I guess, in a sense. Yeah, that's like the terrifying part is that they're people. Mm -hmm. Like they're, it wasn't just like, I mean, sometimes cults, it's like a bunch of people put together, but usually there's one person and they're like a real person who was alive at one point or is still alive, who crafted this scheme, this idea, this plan and executed it 
if you would, you know, um, classify the quality by how successful they were in their mission, most of them are very successful at what they set out to do. And so it's kind of crazy and it's kind of getting hard to separate, like to draw a line between them and us um, because they're really just, you know, us as people. And it's kind of crazy, like, a, like m- not everyone is going to turn into that, but it's kind of crazy that some people do. Um, yeah, I think it's just absolutely crazy. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> and okay, so trying to think of another interesting case that's not as related, but this is very, this is a super important question, Kate, to get your point of view on this very popular true crime case on TikTok: Who Killed Joe Monet Ramsey? Okay. Okay. It was. I know Ryan. Okay. Good. 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 I'm glad we agree because it was definitely the brother. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this this has been an open case for years, for years. Get TikTok on it, we solved it. We solved it. It's been solved. Oh my gosh. Like, I don't know if the, I don't know if the family's still alive, but like, why haven't they like invested? I mean, I'm sure sure they've like investigated the boy. Like, I don't know the whole story, but Mm -hmm. I have like enough of it to know it was the brother. Like, it was definitely the brother. And I think the, I think it was either, I think the dad helped or the mom helped and the other one covered it up. Yeah, they all knew. Some type of cover up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, it reminds me, this isn't real, but it reminds me of this um, Criminal Minds case. And in a way, it feels like true crime, even though it's not. And it was this, like, sociopathic, like, seven-year-old who killed his five-year-old brother and, like, killed him. And then the parents were like, oh, my God, what do we do? And then the dad's, like, brother was the sheriff of the town. And the, the sheriff, like, helped, like cover it up and they like pretend like he was killed by a serial killer and because there were like other boys around the same age kidnapped by someone and it was kind of just like this whole crazy thing and I was like Jean Benet that was they were definitely like how can we just create this it's like how can we show that we're right and <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh it was it's such a crazy case too like it's crazy how some of these are still unsolved like I like I really enjoy like looking at unsolved cases and being like hmm <laughs> like yeah. I wonder I wonder if they like put a bunch of people on this if we can solve it yeah. you know what I mean yeah because like there's definitely like ones where you can understand like um like the ones that happened in the middle of nowhere or something mm-hmm. it's like okay yeah that makes sense why it's unsolved but a lot of yeah. the unsolved cases are with like big celebrity names like um I think Natalie Wood that's her name right the one mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. She, like that's still unsolved and yeah. like <laughs> There was only a few people who could have possibly done it, and it's yeah still unsolved, which is crazy to me that you can be so like famous or so well known, and you still mm-hmm. people still don't know. Yeah, and it's kind of like is there are, is there any hope for any of us? Like yeah. if someone if someone who's famous gets murdered and they still don't know who did it, like God forbid anyone ever gets murdered, but like someone someone just a random person from somewhere goes missing and we have no idea who did it or how to find them like that is so terrifying to me and I know that the probability is very low but mm-hmm. you know I think that's why people listen to true crime podcasts and they listen to stuff like that because it kind of doesn't um help their fear but it definitely grounds it and gives them um rationale for fearing that um, yes yeah that's yeah. why they're so popular there's whole sections on like apple podcasts like true crime you know um it's like a genre now it started out with like a few but now it's like a whole thing yeah so I don't really listen to true crime podcasts and this is what Mm -hmm. you're thinking so like 
What are some of your favorite true crime podcasts, if you have any? I don't really listen to them either. I generally listen to, like, happier podcasts. I am a that's podcast fair, that's, that's Yeah, fair. because, like, when I'm driving in my car and on the way to school, I don't want to be, like, and then she was tripped down the stairs and she died. You know, like, I don't want to be, like, here. that's not a real one, but, like, I just don't want to be hearing that. So, like, yeah. I listen to a lot of, like, comedy pod, not comedy, but, like, just podcasts of people just, like, talking about random things. I listen to a Bachelor recap one. Just so Ooh, that, that sounds so to, fun. Like, people being murdered yeah it's really fun as Patrick Brewster in it she's from Criminal Minds Ooh. um I love it yeah 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 we're, we're gonna like make ch- this a tangent we're just gonna go on this tangent all right we're gonna Great. just talk okay. about our favorite podcast now fantastic I am really loving this one called The Bald and the Beautiful right now it's um Trixie Mattel and Katya Zamalochikova they're both drag queens from Drag Race RuPaul's Drive Race that is and um it is one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to like it's just so funny and so casual and I love when they're casual like I just it makes me want to start a podcast like I was talking to Elizabeth about this today actually and I was like I feel like I'd be a pretty good like podcast person um because I could talk about anything for a long period of time and if I have like a good co-host to be like bounce off of we could talk about whatever whenever like we could just kill like a podcast but then it's like how do you start one and like how do you get people to listen to it and like how do you yeah. even like do that um so I was, that's why I was really excited to be on here I was like oh Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, we have a fun yeah fun light-hearted topic <laughs> yeah true crime love that yeah it's love true that. crime yeah my okay one of my personal favorites is showman's the glee recap one with <laughs> kevin mchale and jenna coates because like i okay i have a confession to make on this podcast mm-hmm. um i watched all of glee um actually not all of it i watched mostly <laughs> i gave up in the last season and mm-hmm. um, i mean it's not good like yeah. <laughs> no offense yeah. to all the like gleeks out there i guess and you're like uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> people who listen to this podcast you can watch Glee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but like there's just something so interesting about <laughs> hearing yeah. like them just like i think they're they're great like bouncing off each other on other topics too but it's just so funny whenever they like bring other glee co-stars on and are just like yeah we hated it yeah, it was like yeah. It was terrible. Like, I love My, hearing all the background tea. Like, uh huh. Yeah, like it's so I fun. am also a closeted geek. How recently did you watch Glee? I okay. It's been a while since I watched it, but mm-hmm. I was probably in like middle school. Okay, I rewatched Glee like a month ago. It's. <laughs> I, I, think. I, I would like to say that I went into it knowing how absolutely problematic it is. After I heard that Leah Michelle was racist, after Naya Rivera died, after all that happened, I was like, I need to, and I kept seeing so much tea about it on TikTok. I was like, I need to go back and watch this show. And it is so horribly problematic. Number, I just, so many things that I can mention how problematic it is, but I also enjoyed every second. And I also listened to that podcast and it is so funny. Oh, they're so yeah. funny together. It- it's like Glee is like a train wreck. You can't tear your eyes like, off. It car accident. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's okay, the first two seasons aren't that bad. Like they're kind mm-hmm. of enjoyable. Except for the weird like Rachel Berry having a crush on on Mr. Shu. That was weird. But <laughs> yeah. that was a weird that was a weird yeah. episode. There was other weird episodes, but it just like it's progressively more car crashy like yeah. the further yeah. you get going like mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I personally love when they had like two separate shows. It was like New York and then Ohio. And I was like, why are we still doing this? Yeah. Like, did, we, did, we, did, did, did the main cast contract say four years? Like, why can't we just cut them out of the show? Like, why can't we just stay in Ohio or stay in New York? Like, why did we have to do like yeah. both of these? Yeah, and then I love how too like all the co- all the like stars of Glee two now are basically are basically just like yeah I just skipped all the Ohio scenes I just read when you were in New York if I saw New York I read it if it wasn't there I don't even know it I love how none of them know what happened in season six because they just yeah. didn't read it. So funny, so absolutely funny. I also love them. Um, I listen I listen to that podcast as well, and then I also listen to this other podcast. Um, the name is not appropriate, so I'm not gonna say it, but um it's this uh comedian named ashley gavin and she has a podcast with her friend lana gara sorry not lana gara and um they just talk to people and it's really fun you should look it up if you can um but yeah it's really enjoyable i like listening to podcasts people just talking just talking about whatever like this we're just talking about whatever we started with your crime now we're talking about glee you know yeah. like it's just that sort of progression I totally- I mean, to be fair, is, 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 I think we might count under two crimes. <laughs> like, I think it might count. <laughs> oh yeah, I think our fascination with Glee is like similar to like our fascination with true crime. Like, we just can't look away from true crime. Like, whenever I watch those docu series, I'm like, oh my god, this is crazy. I'm gonna watch one more episode. Mm-hmm. Like, this is so nuts. How can someone do this? I'm gonna watch another one. You know, it's that kind of like can't look away car crashy situation. And I think it's for both of them love why I just connected yeah. them but um yeah like I do think that it's sort of like a like a, a car crash I keep saying that but it that's what I mean, it's, like. yeah it's the most accurate descriptor like yeah. I felt that way about Tiger King when that came out because it was just it was just so every episode was just crazier yeah. than the last one and it was like how did this how did this happen how did we allow this yeah yeah and like I love that that's how it was with all of those like scripted reality shows that Netflix had like over quarantine Mm -hmm. too hot to handle um love love is blind and circle I watched every single one yes I did um but I just it's like you know people like go slow right by a car accident and it's there's like that's what I do when I'm watching that. I watch the whole thing and I don't skip anything and I watch the whole thing going so slowly and I like process it and then I'm like, okay, this is great. And then I watch the next one. It's so bad. And if you want like a really good perspective on like those kinds of shows, you should watch um, Trixie and Katya's show on Netflix. They watch shows from Netflix and they like react to them. 10 I can recommend. They make fun of them the whole time. And it's really great. So that's what I recommend. Yeah, I love watching trashy reality shows and but like watching it with friends is the best mm-hmm. you just make fun of it the whole time uh-huh. even though like low-key you're kind of into it you know like <laughs> decimate them decimate them. Yeah, yeah yeah like I I can't watch reality shows on my own because I get too exhausted like I yeah. watch like like really trashy ones like <laughs> like I don't even want to talk about it like really bad ones <laughs> like Jersey Shore Love Island no I watched like m- most of toddlers and tiaras <laughs> like <laughs> It's oh, a, that kind of reality shows, like the Duggars, like 19 Kids and Counting. Yeah, like, even, no, and also, like, Jersey Shore. Like, I watched a lot of that show, too. Like, I, I cannot be left alone with reality shows. I have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't watch reality shows that often, like, like trashy, real trashy ones, because yeah. I will watch all of it. And then I'll Dance feel moms. bad. Dance moms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I'll feel bad at the end, because it's like, I watch this terribly, like, show that's probably unethical, 
and I don't want to contribute to the to this industry or to like supporting <laughs> random yeah. people who like don't deserve to be famous. Yeah. So like, here exactly. I am, season yeah. ten. <laughs> yeah, I'm personally a fan of like obscure reality shows, like not super obscure, but like tanked on Animal Planet. <laughs> dude, dude, <laughs> the I Animal like, Planet hot. shows. Top tier. Top Pipples tier. and parolees? Oh my god. I cry every episode. <laughs> like, oh, too cute. And then two cute kittens. Oh my god, I love that like, show. <laughs> I love Animal Planet. And the dodo. The dodo. Like. Ooh, yeah. I love all those like bed shows where it's like so and so random beds, animal ER. <laughs> like those are reality. I love yeah, I love um Dr. Jeff, Rocky Mountain Vet. Um <laughs> Dr. Jeff. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love Dr. Jeff. He's just, he just, like, wants to help these animals and, like, yeah. is do, doing, like, all this volunteer stuff and, like, charging reasonable prices. Like, it's, I love that man. Yeah. I've never met him, but I love him. Yeah, the long hair and the pepper scrub mm-hmm. cap. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for your time today, Kate. I really yeah, enjoyed this conversation. It was a lot Me of fun. Too. Yeah. Lots of recommendation for every mm-hmm. like two people who is listening to this. Uh, <laughs> a solid, consistent audience of like three, to, two to three people. Um, yeah. Love that, but yeah. love it, love yeah, it. We had yeah, we had great recommendations from you, Kate. Um, mm-hmm. So go yeah. watch everything she recommended. Um, yeah, and then thank you. Yeah, of course, and yeah, I mean. I guess the boys will be back next episode if we let them out of if we let them out if we let them yeah. out of a locked room um they might they might be back I mean probably but stop talking stop talking over there stop talking over there they're in my closet they're in my closet yeah <laughs> yeah we did get derailed much like the psyches of all the serial killers mm-hmm we brought yeah. it back. We brought it back. That's what matters. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. Yeah. We love a full circle moment. Yeah. So thank you for listening to The Current and check out all the articles on the redandbluenews.com and come back next month for the next episode of The Current. Mm-hmm.